Welcome back to Trots Off. Toby McKinnon with you. Garrick Knight is joining us. Garrick's he's a very busy man. He's in a hurry. How quickly can we get this done, Garrick? <laughs> G'day, Toby. You're right, mate. That was, that was quite impressive. Uh, yes, no, we're on a tight time frame today. Off to watch the cricket tomorrow in Wellington, or, oh, uh, Australia, New Zealand. Going to go and cheer on my favourite cricketers, Nathan Lyon, Steve Smith, Manus Lubbock, Chagney and the like. Manus Labashane uh, is a dead ringer for our head of handicapping, uh, Paul Oxenford. In fact, he actually goes missing every time there's a test match on, and I am yet to confirm whether they are separate people. Does he spend three hours a day shadow batting in the hallways of uh, the offices? Because uh, <laughs> no. maybe they're half-brothers. No, he doesn't. He's he's either um, carrying HRV on the back of his shoulder, on one of his shoulders, or he's at the physio getting said shoulder uh, repaired. It's, it's about oh, the two things he does, because <laughs> he is uh, the central figure. He's the big cog in the middle of the whole engine at the moment. Right. Danny. So what have I missed? What's been happening? What do we What do we got to talk about today? Uh, race one number two at Melton is a horse called Denny, for a trainer called Andrew Patrick Gaff, and it feels like he's had this horse about sixty times in the last ten years. Andy, if that makes sense, it just seems like he's sort of pacing mould. If that makes sense. Well, look, he's gone to the well here with. I'm sure you're aware of a very well performed horse he's had called Outlaw Man. Yep. Um, this one has come from the same stable, Anna Donnelly. Anna also sold a horse over there called Typo. Does a wonderful job, has a great record here, one of our leading trainers in the country, but she leaves a little bit in the tank for the next guy as well because um, they certainly love uh, that. They buy out of her barn with confidence knowing they've got a horse that they can go on with. And I dare say Andy has uh, taken this approach with this one. Um, I mean, he hasn't, he's not overperformed over here like he's, He's just been a what I would call a Cambridge horse, uh, which is sort of the rung down from from what you know a metro type of horse. Yeah, three wins, eight placings, thirty odd grand from twenty five starts. Just just a nice run of the mill uh, type of horse. He's been a good follower. Um, he's fairly fairly versatile, but I would say I would prefer to see him with cover based on what I've seen. But that being said, you've then got to apply the Andy and Kate factor, which is mm. all bets are off. Um, they are freakish, freakish trainers, and they get the very best out of these horses. So, watching with interest. Big syndicate behind this one as well. I see. Um, they're in. I, a f- actually, I had, I had heard incorrectly that um, the Boots Army had brought this one, but obviously not because I just noticed when I looked before that there's about twenty five new owners in them. Yeah, they're owners that are syndicate that have had a bit of success with these sort of horses. So that with Andy. Okay. He's probably going to start from gate one, which I think's an issue. Is he's got a bit of strong speed to his outside. What's his gate speed like? Look, I'm not going to say he can't lead, but he's not a horse that I have associated with a lot of gate speed over here. Um, that might be by design. Mm. Uh, even down in Canterbury, when Ken Barron had him before Arna, he was always seemingly back in the field. So on my gut feeling, as I said, I'm a little bit uh, ill-prepared today. I haven't, That's unfortunately, okay. have, yeah, haven't gone back and watched a few tapes like I ordinarily would. But just my, my memory, if my memory serves, I don't really recall him pinging off the arm. So yeah. uh, you know, right. if he's at risk of being three pegs, two or three pegs, well, then they're in trouble. There's there's a horse in it called Rosanna Rebel, who you probably don't know that well. It ran, its last start ran 11th in the Victorian Derby final. He trialled at Cranbourne last Sunday. 
and he floated across the ground like a really good horse. They went 156 in the trial. I've, I tell you, I haven't seen a horse trial that good in some time. He really looks like he's matured a bit. He needed to mature a bit. He's drawn the outside of the front. And that trial result hasn't gone up yet, so a lot of people won't know about it. But if you are listening... Well, you've just, you've just ruined the price. The book is on to it now. Don't, don't um, care. But, hey, look, they don't take, you know, you don't get to stake money at the trials. Let's just not forget that. Um, what about what about Clive Minnis? He's really picked some goals since he's come over from my side of the ditch. And hey, 154 at Maryborough, 155 at Bendigo. He's, he's in a, a rich vein of form. Um, I think perhaps the only time he's been beaten was when that... That blackbird hit him in the hit him in the head at Mildura. Um, and, and Bendigo, they ran a lead time at a twenty six rate, if that makes sense. So the lead time there, if you factored it out to a quarter rate, was twenty six where he got beaten. So you can forgive him for that too. Mm. When he so other than that, four or five wins. Um, yeah, it sounds like an interesting race, and Denny's certainly not going to get it his own way first up. But hey, also. Andy and Kate wouldn't have put the sauce in on a Saturday night first up. Um, yeah. They didn't have confidence that he was ready to go big race. Uh, let's go to Menangle, mate. There's a couple of interest here, and the Chariots of Fire is a wonderful, wonderful race. And the the question of interest to me, and uh, to get your knowledge, sooner the better the poll, don't stop dreaming too. Will don't stop dreaming cross sooner the better? And if so, will he do it easily, or will he not? Cross no, him? not willing, not willingly. Sooner yeah, okay. the better would be amongst the faster horses off the gate in the Ooh, country. Wow. He's Ooh, very, wow. he's a very, very sharp beginner. You, you go watch any of his races in the last eighteen months, and no matter where he draws on the front, he usually leads for fun. That being said, I would imagine they'll be very comfortable taking a sit behind. Don't stop dreaming or better be the best, who we obviously saw come flying out the other night as well. So, um, sooner the better, is, if you look at his form, go back historically, he's got lots of placings, and that's because he's got the speed to lead, and he just can't quite find the line as well as some of the others. Yeah. So, it's a long straight at Dalman Angle. If they're running 148, let's say, you know, maybe he, they might think he might be exposed leading the whole way. So, perhaps... Um, taking the taking three pegs behind a couple of superstars might be the way to go. Just just my gut feel. It's it's a great race, isn't it? How good a race is it? It's Ooh, amazing. Is it? What? <laughs> um, you know, you got the you got better be the best. Don't stop dreaming. Merlin, Captain Hammett, Frankie Ferocious. Geez, how good was he in the Bonanza? Holy moly! Amazing in the um, Bonanza. That was some finish, you know. And then I was just talking to Graham Henley from Alabar State about our Vinny. Um, where I was writing, I'm writing a story at the moment on Vincent, and um, that our Vinny's one of the better performed by, by that stock as well, and he's got a great record. Um, and you know, you can never discount the, the Grimson factor in these kind of races either, can you? So, yeah, it's going to be a wonderful, a wonderful night. Um, it, not just that, the, 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 the Miracle Mile qualifiers. You know, there's some there's some really interesting betting races there. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it's it. There's a couple of good races coming. The Jared's of Fire, the Miracle Mile, the Derby, which we'll we'll chat about. Now we we walk by faith. Race nine, number eight. We got Dennis Dunford coming on after twelve o'clock, which I'm looking forward to. How good's we walk by faith, mate? Yeah, he's he's the real deal. Um, I think you know they were lucky to be able to split them up the Purdens because they've got Chaser Dream over here who won the mm. won the big race on Cup Day and then he won the other day the Harness Millions beating Cold Chisel by a nose 
Um, they were happy to split these guys up. They're both very, very good. Walk by faith would have won the size stakes final on Cup Day had he got a had he got a, an unchecked passage down the straight. He's just gone from strength to strength to strength. Um, his his lead up win last week was very soft. He, he they went forward, dominated just to sprint up the lane. Can't read too much into it, um, but it will have topped them off nicely. Uh, I can't imagine they'll be looking for a gut buster drawn wide again this week. There's no doubt going to be plenty of gate speed inside, but he's a horse. Mark will be happy to sit off them in the running line and just peel over the top. Uh, what have we got? Three heats, so I'm guessing top three from each heat, and then the the fastest fourth will get through. No, so, no, no. The winner, the winner of the RC Simpson Memorial is straight in, Sergeant Lou. Right. Okay. But is it the top three from each heat or in the top two? Uh, three, I think. I, I can't top three. clarify yeah, that. Yeah. So Sorry. I mean. So, look, there's seven horses drawn wide. He's, he'll be thinking, how do I guarantee top three and top them off for the derby and the next week or the week after? So uh, I wouldn't go multi- anchoring him in your multis this week. He's still on the ba- he's still on the comeback up from, from that let-up from from just before Christmas. And, um, yeah, look, going through the line of, like, an excess of Mr. Bondi from over here, he's, he's miles better than them, though. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he, he's he's very classy. Dennis and Mark, once again, geez, um, they found themselves another nice horse. Yep. Um, came out of Australia. Yeah. He's came out of Australia. Oh, was he Australian? That, that'll be why he wasn't in the Harness Millions race last week because he, he was bought, brought from the, was it APG? So, I think. Um, Nutrient sales out of a mare called Wicked Knights. I'm told you know heaps about Wicked Knights, but nothing about the horse. Well, people will tell you that I'm a Wicked Knight, actually. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, that makes more sense why he wasn't. I was actually, I was wondering why he wasn't in that. Uh, the race was, was a very hot field last well, Friday fortnight ago. Uh, that makes sense. He wasn't eligible. Um, and here we are. So, Yep, no, he's the real deal, and uh, I'm sure listeners will love um, hearing what Dennis has to say. Yeah, they certainly will, mate. Uh, yeah, brought it out of nutrients. I'll, have, I'll look it up, what they paid for him, and uh, in between you and Dennis, uh, yeah, bred by the Judd, so he's got pretty well bred, and Wicked Knights wasn't a bad little horse, actually. Won a few races uh, for mm. Wayne Potter, I'm going to go with, but anyway... Uh, yeah, that's us, mate. That's a wrap. Uh, so I'll let you get back. Who will win? Do you think New Zealand are any chance, or am I going to get some money out of you here, or can we can we have a pot on on the line or something? If we can snag a draw, I'll be very happy, and I'll be praying for rain. That's pretty much it. <laughs> um, I wow. was talking to I was talking to someone yesterday who reminded me this is the first test side in history. That's ever fielded four bowlers, all with 250 test wickets or more. Um, obviously, Stark, Lyon, Hazelwood, Cummins—just just a phenomenal lineup. And that's not even considering the strength of that batting. Uh, look, the New Zealand side's good, but we're in a state of flux. If Kane Williamson doesn't come off, we're yeah. we're, we're no hope. If he if he but he scored three the teeth win. Um, he is to be feared yeah, in New Zealand at least. So. Um, you know, I was left disappointed. I actually flew over for the Mel- Melbourne Cricket Ground Test just before COVID, so was that four years ago, and he was he was dismissed prematurely by James Pattinson, and felt like uh, you know, Aussie were maybe robbed of seeing Pete, Pete Williamson that that series. So it'd be mm. nice if they can uh, they can see a little bit of him 
um, dropping their lips this this week and next week. Yeah, but ultimately, mate, I haven't looked at the odds, but I'd imagine odds are about a dollar twenty and rightly so. Yeah, fair enough. We are about five times better, so it's about the right market then. <laughs> Do you want to talk rugby league or rugby union? Then we can do it. Great to have you on, Garrick. Thank you so much, mate. (laughs) See, Garrick, there's Garrick. Not not talking rugby. We're no good at that.